Welcome to Talk Cosmos, the show where Sue Rose Minahan and guests unveil astrology's ancient archetypes that continually build the collective experiences in our unconsciousness. Get ready to find your free will from your roots in the stars. Wonderful people, tonight is August 22nd, and we're in the Virgo archetype, and I have a wonderful guest to return, it's Tara All, and I'll tell about her in a moment, because we're going to talk about many factors, but one factor that seems to tie in in so many places is Mercury in Virgo. Mercury rules two signs. Gemini and Virgo. Virgo's an earth sign. It's all mutable. And actually, Mercury at this time in life is potent on a continual basis, as it always is. We could talk about many worlds of Mercury, but it rules the North Node. Now, it's a point for those non-astrologers or new astrologers. It is an important point. It's a point of intersection between the sun's path and the moon. And it has, it, with all circles that intersect, there's two points. One is south going down and the other is north going up. And because our planet is generally in our Milky Way going north, and that's an astronomy factor for other talks, we know that it's that con- conceptual thinking that the south because it's what we're leaving, in some ways it's what's familiar, and we are integrating it with what's ahead. So Mercury, the planet of communication, especially for Gemini, and in Virgo, is analytical. It has many factors. It's discernment, and it is the goddess, and the goddess of well, abundance, but land, growth. So we will continue to talk about that. Because the thinking cap, it's really a thinking cap. And we'll discuss really to what extent as we're trying to sort out how we're feeling with others. We just went through eclipses. We went through a month with two new moons in Cancer, one in the beginning, which was an eclipse on June 22nd which was the total eclipse. It was a very potent time. And then um, at 28 degrees later, with the uh, new moon again in Cancer, which I believe Tara and I discussed. So here we are now, after all that emotional feeling of how we feel, and now it's with others. What's our conditioned lives? And what's the focus on departing all this to new paths and questioning how and why? Tara All is an evolutionary and archetypal astrologer and a tarot reader, a consultant, lecturer, and a lecturer in many fields, nationally, internationally, for conferences, and a regular uh, speaker for online webinars. She's published in leading astrology magazines and the current resident astrologer lead writer for Sage Goddess. Also, this year, she's the author, co-author of a book, Releasing the Moon, an Astrological Journey of Self-Discovery with Tara All and Ashwin Subramanian. 
I hope I said his name right. And Tara is in Los Angeles. She's been on the program since 2018, And you can find all about her, too, on Talk Cosmos, of course, because we have all our, our uh, guests there. But Tara, what is your website? Hi, Sue. Hi, everybody. Hi. My, <laughs> yes. my website is just my name, Tara, T-A-R-A, and then all, A-A-L.com. Oh, that's all yeah. we need yeah. to know. Yeah. <laughs> that's yeah, yeah. beautiful. Yeah. Yes, well, I'm so glad always to communicate. Our thinking caps, power mode, how are we going to correct and clean? There's many aspects here of a signature, as you had brought up. Yeah. Yeah, there's a lot going on. We, we, I guess we, if we just start with just the sun conjunct Mercury and Virgo. I, it's interesting for Virgo as an archetype. People, we take it in so many different directions. And for me, uh, at least lately in my life, the way I've been feeling into it a lot is that it really helps us get to the essence of what we are, you know? And so we use the word purity with Virgo, but it's not about cleaning up something quote unquote dirty. It's about really getting to the pure essence of whatever we are or the thing is. And so whenever we have a focus of planets in that sign, it's a time for us to sort of clear away the clutter, to clear away, you mentioned the word conditioning, to clear away the things that really aren't what we are and aren't really supporting what's most useful to us. You know, it's like a, like a filtration system, I almost feel like. We're like, mm. and, and with all that emotional energy that came through cancer and then all the Leo energy, which can be you know, fiery, creative, uh, we now sort of reach this place of, okay, well, but, but what do we have to actually let go of so we can really deal with the substance we want to work with? It's like clearing the closet. Yeah. So true. And when totally. you speak of filtration, that resonates because it does, you know, all these uh, energies rule different parts of the body. And I believe it's the small intestines yep so Absolutely. yeah whereas the large is with scorpio so really mm -hmm. that is such a fundamental part of our whole uh and uh, bodies right mm -hmm. and it is well virgo is well i'm thinking of several things but it is uh sports i mean it's not sports like mars but people want health mm -hmm you know, because it's gross and it's food, you know, along with the goddess of, of um, and I keep thinking of Ceres. And in fact, yes, she's not Ceres, but lead on. Yes, it's opposite right now, Ceres. But I was thinking how with, uh, she's the goddess with the sheaf of wheat. So food is so important and the health and nurturing. And of course, with the series i'm not sure just really whether series was once the archetype or goddess for the virgin which now we call the virgin uh of purity and purity as i as you say in alliance in alliance yeah, yeah not i don't yeah i think maybe vesta might be more that if we think about like the, oh thank the, you of the purity but but definitely series is you know not just goddess of the grain but what nurtures us at the deepest level so like that's the one thing when I was just looking at the chart here before we were getting going is that with Ceres opposing the Sun Mercury uh, in Virgo, with of course Ceres being retrograde in Pisces, there's this huge piece about reclaiming what really nurtures our souls. You know, really, it's you know, and I was mentioning to you that Virgo so much is breaking down the parts. You know, and just just like in digestion, right? Y your body and the small intestines got to break it down and say, what do we want to absorb? 
and actually make part of us and what do we want to let go of but it's the pisces archetype that reminds us that it's all part of a bigger animal you know it's all part of a of, of a bigger thing and so i think there's a challenge for all of us right now to you know we want to work with the parts because that's you know the, the world that we live in but at the same time not lose sense of what the wholeness is with ourselves and even just collectively so this nurturing thing right like what what feeds me individually what feeds you and me together right now during this radio show what feeds our whole country what feeds the whole world you know it's like those little circling out from the inside out and i feel like that's a big part of this right now the word nurture just sprung right out at me i and when you say feed and and realize the interaction is i've been feeling this very much you know it's been quite progressively so many energies that it's good to be checking in on them almost on a routine basis it's like your garden that's growing you got to weed it and prune it and and uh let let it operate because we are all part of everything in fact with the energies right now there's so much cardinal action in alliance with this mercury that is um, and in fact i'll point that out because i'm thinking the moon and of course we know the moon travels pretty quickly but as if this energy is triggering this uh conflicting uh, resources of cardinal energy in, in the action signs with what has been with all the conditioned Capricorn, you know, because the moon is in Libra and then it's opposing the Mars and its own sign that's like just pushing the pressure forward because that's what Mars does. It wants to leave the hole and initiate. And then it's also... It, part of that grand square of 90 degrees to each one is Hygieia in Cancer of protection, but our hearths, how do we protect our hearths? So it's, it, so what I'm getting back to the moon is, uh, I think here, Sue, you had it together. Um, what was that? It was the moon is opposite Mars, yes, and oh, 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 Hygieia, of course, that goes back to the moon, it's in Cancer. Well, okay. We can definitely say that all relationships are triggered here, right? So what I do yeah. personally for me, but I don't know if that's where you were going. Well, it's it's, sign it's double signatures, isn't it? It's echoes, as they call different ways of looking at it, how all this energy is supporting uh, what you'd indicated in the beginning which both of us, I think, are indicating this soul level of reframing. In, just before we started the show, you were bringing up our personal habits, you know, that cancer and the moon have habits. And what I'm thinking here is, is that the, uh, oh, I know, it was that the moon trines the north node. You had brought that up. Mm -hmm. Not, and if the audience wonders when, well, we were just chatting before we began. And so they're both in air signs, 24 degrees, Libra is the moon, and 26, I mean, the moon moves so fast, it's, trining that north node that's still in gemini late gemini 26 meaning that the north the moon is also in this grand square and the north node of course is being ruled by mercury that's conjunct the sun opposite series in pisces so there's quite a few uh 
all the planets are getting pretty active. Most of the planets here are very actively involved for this holistic processing of what are the new habits or what are we releasing, as you've so well put, that what will nurture us, what yeah. to absorb or let go. And being that it's being, well, I think with the, with the North Node in Gemini trying the moon, part of that with the moon, we think about nurturing and then accommodation with that Gemini is, well, what kind of words and information actually, and it's interesting that we're doing a radio show right now, right? When that's there. So, you know, I guess we're on point to like, try to get our stuff together. <laughs> but, but I mean, this is in a happy way in the sense that also with the sun uh, conjunct Mercury and Virgo, right? There's a lot of brain activity going on here, even though that's an earthy sign. And so for me, it's, it's, yes, it's physical, healthy habits, but it's also like, thinking habits, like what goes on in my head? Is it useful to me? Is are, is this, is this a good word for me to be using these days? I use good with quotes around it, but, but we get stuck in old thought patterns. We get stuck in old ways of saying things, a ways of understanding things. And so this energy to me is kind of an invitation to can we step out and see it a little bit bigger because what's in your head? Because I mean, that's, this is a mental universe. You know, we, we really, it matters. And this is this chance I feel like to just you're talking about weeding your garden. This is like weeding our mental garden. Absolutely. Yeah. Absolutely. I'm in the process of moving. We've recently decided just a few weeks ago, going on three weeks now, that we're moving. And in a rapid, we're, I think my lead horse is Mars. <laughs> we're just plowing right along. And it has been, point in case, an absolute day-by-day -day process of um, reflecting on which the large universe is doing too, but the meaningfulness of the usage and the habits and releasing. I mean, we know those things about moving, but sometimes it seems like a deeper correlation that very much uh, echo or relates to what you've been saying because how we think about a treasured item really uh attaches to past memories and values that it's almost like we can't does it represent it to such a degree that we fear we may lose that that it's not within us it gets into that whole lack and abundance it could get so deep you know yeah. and so it, and i suppose perhaps come to think of it some of these issues i've been coming up are really being highlighted by these energies that we're that are occurring now. Yeah, well, think about it. I mean, Virgo's a Virgo, well, and Gemini with the North Node, but Virgo's a mutable sign. It's about getting relative perspective. And then it's also being getting ready to change. It's about transforming, you know? So, so there, there is always a process of letting go with mutability. It's like, you know, you, 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 you can't quite, you're moving away from what you were, but you're not quite into the next thing yet. So you've, you've, it's like liminal space. You've, you've got to, empty the cup a little bit, you know, so things can fill back in and all mutability, I feel like has that challenge on different levels. Well, that supports immediately what you brought up in the very beginning, which I like, was that uh, the, what parts do we want to retrain? Mm -hmm. um, the, the purity and the essence of filtration, the, the letting go, which again is like on many aspects, asking us to release so that we can just have space too. That's something I realized. 
things don't need to be filled up because they're, it's already filled up with life. You know, that's the other thing. A, a wall does not have to be covered. Yeah. You can have empty. Yeah. And if you've chosen too much or if you've chosen something that's not a right fit, like it's a healthy thing, not just for you or for, you know, for I'm talking about myself here. It's not just healthy for me. It's healthy for everyone for me to choose what I really, what's really important for me to do. You know, Virgo, Virgo with, with discrimination and the happy use of the word discrimination, of course, um, it really, it's about choosing what's useful, what's of service. And most of the time, by the time we end up with Virgo or any of us that have a lot of Virgo in our charts, it is operation cleanup. It means we've become too full of things and now we need to sort through. You know, we can think of Virgo as Gemini organized, right? But you've got to first deal with all that Gemini stuff. And this is where, I, to me, I feel like with Mercury, with that ruling both those signs, this is where we've really got to figure out because here's the thing, we can't do everything. We can't do everything well if we choose too many things. And sometimes with Virgo, we realize we don't have the tools or we don't have the skills. So we got to figure out how we get them, you know? Boy, you, that's a beautiful word for Virgo is tools. That's excellent. And I love that operation cleanup usage. It's paramount. Yeah, especially since here on the West Coast, the chart, which would be, maybe perhaps not so far off from the East Coast because it's right, the rising sign is 16 degrees. Well, and this is as of this talk that we're having. Yeah. And again, I will tell people, I'm speaking with Tara, all of Los Angeles, and we're talking generally about just the weather right now, astro weather, which is really significant, introducing Virgo because Mercury is in its own, one of its own signs of Virgo. So, of course, that energy, just on an energetic level, loves Capricorn. So they can at least, you know, somewhat agree with uh, maybe some of the deconditioning or some of the structures. It's hard to know because in this chart, of course, those, that triad, that little... Um, Stellium, Jupiter, Pluto, and Saturn are all in the first house, meaning we're issuing on a, on a self-orientation. Yeah. Well, taking charge of ourselves when we, I mean, that's like, <laughs> oh, thank you. I mean, it's a perfect state for what we're not just as a country or as the world, but individually, right? This is really, I feel like it's a call to, call to take ownership of ourselves. Yeah. And what does it take? And what does it take to get there? Virgo always is like, okay, what's it going to take to... Virgo, like, we'll get down to the nitty gritty, do what it takes, you know, to make it happen. So we have to be willing, I think, at this point to. It's capable. Yes. Yeah. Totally capable. It's one of those very self-reliant, all the earth yeah. signs, very much so. Mm -hmm. And it's a fix it, take charge, yeah. not in a dominating, but just in a totally yeah. capable way. It's, it's And to be able to be, to, to be okay with criticism with accepting that everything is not going to be quote unquote perfect and that that's not the goal anyway because once you kind of get past that stuff and you you realize where you can make an impact then you don't have to worry about all those little bits and pieces you know you just pick your direction and go capricorn helps you climb the mountain right but you need tools to get there so that to me that's the combination of the virgo capricorn together i think the mars right now with Eris, and particularly since we're in this long siege 
thankfully, all the energies have wonderful purposes. So if I bring out long siege, yes, it does sound a little bit like a battle because <laughs> things can move so fast. It feels like, you know, do I have a three-speed bike and I need a 10-speed or something <laughs> yeah, yeah, totally. yeah. <laughs> to get there? But it's, it's in conjunction with Eris, the the goddess of discord that really is seeking not discord, but saying in order to have things on right track, where's the, let's reshift things around. So that energy is tied together in this square opposing the moon, mm -hmm. but also to all of that um, Capricorn energies, but particularly the, well, the moon, of course she will move. Mm -hmm. Yeah. Yeah. Well, Mars and Aries is still, I mean, I feel, and, it, and it's going to go retrograde pretty soon, right? So keeping that. Yes, in, but, I think but, September 6th, I yeah, think. But not is. yet. It might be the ninth. Anyhow, oh, but, good. Um, it is the ninth. You're right. It is the ninth. Thank you. But uh, right. but we're not there yet. So, but, in, and, and even when it is retrograde, Mars and Aries is always about rechecking in with how you're using your energy. You know, are you actually going after something that's meaningful, that has purpose for you? Or, or are you just doing what you thought you were pre-programmed to do? You know, are you following someone else's agenda? Are you just trying to power through to show that you can? So, you know, the, the, the Virgo energy in some respects slows this down, you know, at its difficult side. Of course, Virgo can be, you know, too much analysis, you know, you get too snarled up and stuff. But in this case, I feel like we need the balance of the introspection and the self-analysis and the willingness to self-improve. But we also need to like re-get in touch with what do I really want? You know, what, what what am I here to do? And to me, Mars and Aries, boy, it's a champion for the individual. And when we feel like we're in that flow of, of what we're meant to do, not much can get in our way, you know? I mean, I think we all have had moments of when you really know you want something. Yes. I mean, the universe actually comes right into accord with it too. And when it's Absolutely. true. You know, yeah. And that's yeah. the magical part about being in alliance with your true heart. Mm -hmm. And that's what astrology seeks to present is that these energies have a purpose to, if we listen and it's a matter of listening and, and learning what is what the message might be because we're not in a candy store where we get to pick everything you know sometimes it's too much sweets gonna get get the the cavity right yeah. So, yeah. and that because it really when i think about the words that you were using um it is an this is an antidote right now is an antidote from the universe to help support finding our new habits um learning what nurtures us, learning what truly, because all of these questions as I was about to go on are deep and it's experimenting a little bit. That's a beautiful thing about Mars and Aries mm -hmm. is it says, try this. Oh, you know, it didn't work out. All right, try that, you know, which uh, can be yeah. a lot of changes, but it's also exciting. Don't you feel like, Sue, I feel like with Virgo, it's like, yeah, like you, it's good to work, but, but the work doesn't have to feel like work, work, you know, it's like, right. so I feel like this is the thing, like sometimes with Virgo, we, we, we get bogged down, like feeling like that we need to just always be working. And, and then we, we step a step back and say, is that work really is a meaningful work? And I think that this combination here, everything you were just saying about the Mars and Aries too, it helps us really get back on track with, yeah, like it's great to work hard, but it's, doesn't serve anything if it's not in the direction of what's meant to be happening. You know, then you just work for nothing. Absolutely. 
And in that way, also, it's like, who are you listening to if you're working in that way? And the moon in Libra really speaks of that, and particularly in this whole energetic thing, because Libra is the, you know, the opposite sign. I mean, looking at the archetypal natural horoscope from Aries, it's the other. And it, there's good purpose for that. We we can it complements what we're we don't have but also one can begin to compare to such an extent that one if one doesn't really learn to listen to their own self one can take the counsel of somebody else in lieu of what they self what the self wants and that's where perhaps one is working for purposes that aren't really giving that joy of one's yeah. life and you know on an ideal basis i think many many of us are there and then many of us are not there many of us have stepped away into areas that do feed our actual creativity where we feel like we're uh discovering i mean the fire signs right fire signs the fire is like let's discover let's create and let's uh envision and you know i'm thinking of the set from from aries to leo Leo to sag so if and again, nice thing about Virgo, just to finish that, is it's not such a utopia of, because everything takes some daily work. <laughs> you have to put the effort in. So if you care enough about it, it doesn't seem like the work at those low points. I love that. I love the fact that you brought that up to remember about Virgo to find the work that makes your heart sing it's like the birds you know the birds will sing at night and the morning and i really would like to talk to a bird whisperer more it's like what are they talking about and there was some quote that said birds they sing not to say because they have a song in their heart yeah so in in virgo the sign of self-accuracy meaning having an accurate sense of self once you have a good feel and i'm saying we're, we're all I'm not saying it's a static process, but once you get a good feel of what's in your heart and what you are, then that song comes naturally. And to me, when we say song, that's I'm using that word for work, you know, that, that, that's that's what it becomes. And it doesn't matter if you're working at a widget factory or teaching or, you know, you know what I'm saying? It doesn't matter. It doesn't no, matter. Because, it's your heart, your song. Yeah. When you when you, when you are when you've got an accurate sense of what you are and you just let that come out. Yeah, it's. It's not so difficult. Oh, I just love talking with you. I am speaking with Tara All of Los Angeles. This is Talk Cosmos on August 22nd. And we repeat in every Thursday morning. And you can find us at Talk Cosmos immediately. We're KKNW here. We'll be right back. take a break from this week's edition of Talk Cosmos, let's take a look at this cycle's archetype. We are currently in the yin period of Virgo. By leaving a cycle based on the creative manifested legacy of our highest creative form, the energy of Virgo completes the last sign below the horizon of the self and requires discernment to perfect oneself through the mental process of critical analysis. As a mutable earth sign duly ruled by Mercury, Virgo refines heals, or fixes through daily routines, developing skills and services to control nature's chaos and maximize efficiency. 
Hi there, this is Shannon Hayes from Seattle, Washington. I'm an evolutionary astrologer, and you're listening to Talk Cosmos on Alternative Talk 1150 AM, where we unveil astrology's ancient archetypes that continually build the collective experiences in our unconsciousness. No other station delivers this much variety. Alternative Talk 1150. wonderful folk. We're glad you tuned in and you can subscribe. I'm Sue Rose Minahan, Talk Cosmos, August 22nd, and I'm speaking with Tara All. That's A-A-L. You can find her at that .com or go to Talk Cosmos. And Tara, you know, I was just noticing, because we're talking about this whole climate right now that's happening with the Virgo energy of trying to discern that second sign of Mercury, the mental issues that really organize our head and heart and soul we're working on in incremental steps and sometimes some big calamities if we don't. I mean, life is a whole business, right? <laughs> yeah, but we are trying to work with cooperation uh, and it's, the chart wants that too right now. It's really asking, like trying to connect ourselves and our heart of home and others with how we put it out in the world besides oh lots of areas lots of areas of the chart energies uh, yeah. yeah they're really it, 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 it's it i was thinking um just with just the sun conjunct mercury um just that signature itself in some respects is about illuminating the mind right which comes back to the mental stuff we talked about before but it also can be um, rethinking the purpose of our mind to what we can do with our mind and even what our mind means to us, uh, which is you know, for me personally, I spend a lot of time uh, in that field because it's interesting to me. Me too. But right. in the signs of Virgo, it gives us like such a, a, a powerful look into that part of ourselves, right? Like I feel like we could almost level up with how we use our mental capacity. And, and if we could learn to do that collectively, we, it's, it's who's, who, who can say where we might be able to move, you know, in new, new directions. Mm, yeah. That's a beautiful view. What was I just read? Yes. Um, de- conversation, discussion, debate, debate in the sense of the, can be fierce and it can be gentle, you know, debate. Mm. It's a beautiful word that I don't think is often brought up unless one is in school, it seems like. Because sometimes people think of it as argument. But if one doesn't point direction to criticism of the person, but rather the ideals, you know, and and with a motive to try to get an understanding, at least even if you don't agree of what the other person is saying, it is the bedrock of intellectual democracy and everything we have. And I'm thinking about the U.S. Postal Service right now. Boy, isn't that like right in this dear chart of... You know, the one that organizes our communication and mail and that really was, had the legacy of the Pony Express, for Pete's sakes. <laughs> yeah, I don't know. I, every time I keep looking back at this chart, I keep feeling, especially with all those, you know, the big players being, you know, the the, the Pluto-Saturn squaring Mars. I just, it just, it feels so much like, like we have to each... We have to each, well, we don't have to do anything, but if we would each individually spend the time getting in an alignment with ourselves, 
that mm. we're just like all ready to, we're seriously all ready to click together in a new way. It's just, it's like if we were all little pieces in a puzzle, which we are, so to speak, right? If, if we all had our edges well-defined, we would all click together, right? And so uh -huh. I think, especially with Saturn square, Mars and Saturn calls for definition and Mars and Aries is myself, my identity. So this, and especially think of this time, like with COVID and so many of us are either out of work or our job has changed or we're at home. Mm -hmm. And so even our, so this triggers identity issues too, right? Well, who am I if I'm not getting in the car and driving to the office or doing the old job I used to do? I have a lot of clients that, that have been body workers and then they can't touch bodies mm -hmm. right now. Right. So, so we're in this place of totally redefining who we are individually and who we are individually, of course, is what, you know, it's what forms the collective. And, and, and maybe that sounds a little bit vague, but to me, there's no, a lot it of it. Does. We are each a cog or a little spectrum. Yeah. Yes. Go ahead. And there's just so much excitement underneath that to me, that if that's why for me, I just, the, the, the more individual people, that really get interested in getting real with themselves, it just hmm. super multiplies into like potential for everybody. So for me, you know, one, 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 one little, one little individual does one little thing. It's not really that little, you know, it, we all get the benefit. And so that's huge, huge. Right. Yeah. That speaks of like that butterfly phenomena. I yeah. mean, again and again, you, you, there's so many ways that, uh, sages and really i think the there's a larger receptivity to this conceptual realization and experience experience you know when one does um, consider that we're all integrated we're all connected as a as a matrix as a web of energetic field that of course we have our own space and of our own identity, you know, our mm -hmm. body. Mm -hmm. We only ideally have that body, or not ideally, but we do. But yet, there's that commonality. So uh, all life now seems uh, always important to bring what you're saying, bring it up because it gives uh, a new source of how we communicate. And when I think of the nodes in Gemini with Sag, it's it's powerful. There's real uh, hope that it, it goes in every direction. You know, you can't control <laughs> conversation as is always because it's not on the same uh, intention. But one can find if the intention is with purpose of love or, or not to be preachy here, but trying to express it in such a way. But uh, it's always a check-in. You know, am, is my anger, because we have anger, particularly now with Mars and Aries, yeah. we get frustrated. It's like the timing isn't right or or things keep changing. You know, that had set, it readjusts everything or, you know, there's there's a timeline and it's not getting, et cetera, et cetera. So, um I mean, those are some issues of it, but also no reason to have vengeance because people, that's what I'm saying is, is that mm -hmm. to really, to try to support what you're saying about oh, finding yeah. who we are so that we can yeah. create. And North Node, North Node and Gemini is about new options, right? Mm -hmm. I mean, it's exploring new options, new ideas. 
even, you know, we were talking earlier about words, but even new words for what we think we understand, right? Some, some of our words, some of the things we use in language, not working anymore. You know, they rub people the wrong way. They don't communicate what we mean. We're or cliches. Yeah, all that. We need, we just, we need some new language. And that's in Gemini rules language, right? That's a, and language drives so much of, I mean, <laughs> language drives communication, of course, right? But it also language frames kind of everything in the way we live. So new language changes everything. But you have to be open to it first. And the thing is like new language where we, we won't know what we're doing for a while. And a lot of us don't like that. You know, we, we the South Node and Sag likes that. This is what I know and I'm an expert, right? And I already have it figured out. Mm-hmm. There's a part of us that there's, you know, it's, it's not comfortable to move into a space of, ooh, I actually don't know what to say about this, right? When you're used to being someone who's always had something to say and that thing has always worked. <laughs> Excellent points. It's really true. Um, humility. We didn't talk about humility with Virgo. Boy, lessons yeah. in humility. That's probably. <laughs> we, we I'm listening. <laughs> <laughs> Me too. From the really in the inside, I am, and I've been experiencing that for myself. Yeah, lately. Yeah, and what is humility? That's a fascinating mm-hmm. reality to consider because I think part of it ties up with the true respect of the dignity of every individual and of not and in the sense that we're all part of the spark of the of the um, great energy or the great uh, source however we choose to express that so the fact is is that everybody has that integral right to exist to and and then again, that connection with source because, uh, and that we have our pathways of all um, gaining our growth process. Because I, you know, we're both we both follow evolutionary, and yeah. of course we, uh, and I love that perspective mm-hmm. myself. I I like I accept many of the perspectives, focuses of astrology, but. It's like my favorite is really the idea. Well, if if any map matters, it's like let's get my soul to be bigger and better, so that my life has flows. Yeah, which to me is so much about like give me more real me, like not the fake mm. things about life, right? And that's when I was talking about getting the accurate sense of self with Virgo. With Virgo, you get. If you, you know, if you, if you're willing to get in there and, and look at everything, what you get in return is more real you, you know, that, I mean, the essence of, of what you are, that's the most beautiful thing. Uh, when you were speaking, it made me think again of that, how with the Virgo Mercury or the sun Mercury and Virgo opposing series and, and, and Pisces, you, you, you kind of, you use words that to me describe that opposition again. And whenever I think of Pisces and, and Virgo as the polarity, which is really just one field of energy, I do think about Pisces as being uh, the, the, the spirit that, that we're all part of. And then Virgo is like the container, right? And so there's nothing more beautiful than cleaning. It's like if you were a church, right? You would clean the stained glass because you'd want to see through. Like that's so much of Virgo with that's us. That's so we're pretty. Doing, oh, I love that. That's what we're doing with ourselves. We're clearing the lens, you know, or we're clearing, we're, we're polishing the, the gem, if you like that analogy, whatever it, it is. So, so that we can have more of that um, spirit light. flow through. Yeah. yeah and the yeah, just light. 
and the different colors of it. You yeah. know, there is a spectrum. Yeah. Uh, it does have beauty in it, but it's all part of a whole. Like I was thinking of the rainbow or when you see a crystal yeah. in the window yeah. and it comes through. That's really lovely. Mm. That's true. And, and when you spoke of accuracy of self, I think of the details because Virgo is concerned. Accuracy is details. And I just lately saw, I was going, I was making a vision board for the last Leo new moon. Just, it was a late new moon, 28 degrees. So it was just a few days ago. And of course, as we know, Leo is the manifestation. So it's a wonderful time to try to get in touch with what one wants to um, pay attention to. And there was one one magazine I'd picked up was about wood cutting. And this wonderful soul lived a while and had his shop, his wonderful shop. And you could just see in his whole continents, you know, that detail and some of his products and the time and the patience to really work craftsmen, you know, that Virgonian yeah. sense of skills that uh, is a real art because... Uh, yes. <laughs> well, well, the craftspersonship, yeah, and and because you see so many Virgos work with their hands and make beautiful things, but also in the healing fields, because mm. you know the the the, the more uh, the darker side of Virgo, of course, is finding all the flaws all the time. But the positive side is knowing what one little thing isn't just right, and then tweaking it, and then the whole thing works better. Like I always think about naturopathic medicine that way, right? That's a a, a good healer can realize, oh, Sue, if we just adjust this one tiny thing, your whole self is going to like Absolutely. function better. And I don't know if there's any energy better than Virgo for that. Yeah, right. I, I mean, it so. just knows. I mean, it's annoying sometimes because it finds all the things that need fixing. <laughs> but I'm telling you, if you really, if you really want something to work better, that's that's who you want to consult. Well, that's where I think opposing series in Pisces is so important mm. because Pisces is, I mean, Virgo. Oh, no think Sue here. Ceres, that's C-E-R-E-S for those folks out there who's wondering how to spell it. It's a goddess. Um, and it certainly involves grief and sorrow. She's the mother who lost her daughter Persephone to Hades or when Pluto came and claimed her, which really had the flowering of, one way of putting it, the flowering from child to, to uh um, womanhood and, mm -hmm. and queen of her own right. And then it was returned to like the seasons was returned to earth to the mother and so the earth reclaimed um abundance again uh, and so, so half the year and half, so half the year it's also learning like to just you know half the year she goes out she goes underground with hades yeah. and half the year she comes up exactly. with the mother so so yeah. but i'm thinking let's see here in pisces uh oh boy what were you when i tried to explain too much i go a little off focus i was such on a roll here um oh it's that whole business of knowing, okay, we were talking about the Virgonian. Well, yeah, but I drew in the series because right now the sun, Mercury is in opposition to Ceres and Pisces. So that's a really fundamental um, energy that we've been talking about that also ties in as another sincere description of what we're working with. And besides, it's tied into the chart because Pisces 
okay, if Virgo can go to that shadow side of wanting to fix, 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 implement the inter interruption, in it, you might say, of of redesigning the nature of things because it's because if you didn't, it would fall apart, like the leaves do fall off the tree and things decay. But the the it is in balance and recognizing, and this is where the opposition to Ceres and Pisces, this ruled by Neptune in its own sign of Pisces, is saying. There are things that are not meant for you to fix because that spirit, that source, yeah. and it is that dialogue. It goes right back to listening to oneself that what we're talking about, gaining the humility of the awe of the source that we are all part, that is us. We're a, a spirit, you know, a, the spark with a body. I mean, it's over and over again. And it is that consciousness that people are the times are asking us to realize that all many of us keep bringing up in different, like a prism. Okay, we'll look at it in this light. Now we'll look at it in that light. Yeah, you know? that's beautiful. It's, it's not it's not easy. You know, Dane Rujar in his book, An Astrological Triptych, he, he says the spirit gives one gift to each of the signs according to its needs. And for Virgo, he says it's tolerance because Virgo has to withstand the physical effects of evolution happening in it. It literally feels, you know, and, and Virgo is a very sensitive mm -hmm. sign so that it needs tolerance so it can withstand that evolution happening. There's so much change. And one thing we didn't talk about was Virgo being the archetype of transition between the lower hemisphere and the upper hemisphere. It's all about transitioning from a more subjective state of awareness where we're really focused on ourselves and getting ready to meet the world in equal like partnerships and in relationships and as a greater whole. So, so that idea of tolerance, tolerance, I always think about Virgo as like someone going through adolescence, right? It's awkward. Like you literally have to tolerate your body hurts. Weird things are happening. Your hormones are crazy. Well, Virgo is its own version of that. It absolutely is. And so the tolerance and the patience and the grace to stay with that as, as you are literally changing, that's very, it's a very Virgo thing. And, and the, and the change is required for you to move into the next, you know, realm of, I guess, of awareness or the next stage of our development in life. Yeah. I could listen to you all day. <laughs> Trust no, me, you would, I, you would, you would get tired of me. <laughs> no, I, no, this is not true. This is why I love having you return. <laughs> I mean, sometimes it's like there's pause. You need to like, I guess it is just like the mind and maybe and because we are in Virgo, so we're getting that energy, it wants to digest and filter going back to some of these other words because it 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 um, it's a very tolerance. That word is beautiful. I had not thought of tolerance with Virgo before. I like yeah. that. Because there is a I suppose maybe because of Earth the patience borrowing from, which we know Taurus has, yeah. uh, wants to live. It's very patient. It's going to keep on a survival basis. But here, that skill to detail takes a lot of patience and tolerance, I suppose, to to recorrect a little error, make it just right. Mm -hmm. So that is a, and the transition. Both of those factors are, I think, perspectives to 
I mean, tying in some of these words and thoughts that we've had, just valuable to keep in, in focus. And as we change our, our perception, then literally our emotional and physical being aligns to that new perception. So but with Virgo, we just like, we feel it more in the body. You know, we feel like all the other, all the other, even the more subtle levels or whatever that those changes and those things that are happening, we feel it more in our body, you know? And so sometimes the people can, um, you know, uh, having healing crises, for example, which is a very Virgo thing, that's sometimes one of the best ways that we're able to go through our personal transformations, but it's not easy. You know, it hurts. Like there, there, there's, I mean, being whole and being healed doesn't mean we don't hurt, you know, and so this is part of this piece with Virgo is, is to actually feel our humanity and, and, you know, we've, and the whole nervous system, Mercury, Mercury, no matter whether you put it in, you know, Gemini or in Virgo, either of its signs, it's linked with the nervous system. So there's going to be uh, physical sensations that come up with Virgo, sometimes ones that are um, hard to tolerate which gets us back to the word tolerance you know well, you know going back it is part of our uh, intestinal is the upper yeah. intestines which are many miles long i mean i think <laughs> 30 miles or something and it's incredible and any body is like how can that happen so it's it has a long pathway and it is a filtration and as you were saying like i think of detoxing you know because that filtration and yeah. as anybody that has um detoxed on any level realizes that one's warned and can experience the uncomfortableness that one doesn't feel it's one thing it's like moving it's fine when it's in its drawer at its place but then it gets spread around it's like chaos and and it may you may even trip over things so i mean but here it's it, it when those elements that come up that aren't um needed in our body that aren't giving food for it and that's what i think they mean by detoxing and we're shedding out they what is in our body affects us yes so it is a very uh um, visceral it can be visceral oh yeah yeah i mean the whole the whole reorganizing and reprioritizing anything in our lives right it takes adjustment right adjustment such a good word for virgo too like it's all all this fine tuning and adjustment you know you just and and you don't know you tweak this you turn this it's like if any any of us who ever struggle with our diets right and you try different supplements different foods it's like that on any level you want to apply it if you try this it has a reaction you try this it feels this way right so virgo is that little like what about this what about that um, but it does. Yeah, it's not a it's I, I don't you know, it's, and I wouldn't say that any I'm not enough. So I don't say any sign is easy. But Virgo, Virgo, you you know, you've it takes it personal work. work to do Virgo. It, it is. There yeah. is. It is true. Yeah. I think that's a good co- mention to realize that it's not exactly Leo where we were no, no. laugh and play. I mean, it also has its energy that is requiring. But there's a reason why. The sun is out. Well, anyway, we're talking northern and southern. I need to mention for our illustrious audience that next week, Dr. Laura Tad will return with Planet Buzz. And we're talking about Mars retrograde. So that'll be most exciting. And tonight I am speaking with Tara All. That's A-A-L of Los Angeles, who is a... 
instructor and also on YouTube videos and uh, called We Are the Planets through EA Zoom meetings for those people that go to Facebook and is on podcasts and published in the Mountain Astrologer, many places to find oh, I'm Tara. Zoom, besides, <laughs> yeah, I'm just, I'm I'm just amazed. I'm just, I'm, I'm just Tara. It's good. Hi. <laughs> Yay. All right. So anyway, we're, we're, yeah, the details. I must be caught up in Virgo. How many details? Get me, get me to the broad picture. Thank you. <laughs> yeah. And just to remind you, when the music does go on, we have about a half minute, so we don't have to just jump right off. But we have a few minutes before yeah. we're closing. And, and we do thank our wonderful audience and hope mm -hmm. you check Talk Cosmos. So here we are negotiating action, discerning ideas, trying to decondition, uh, reformulate our go-to plan for our daily practice, which sometimes is just not always easy to get in a routine basis. Sometimes you have to look on the broader terms, it seems, to, to approach. Success. And with Virgo, with Virgo, I mean, we always should remember kindness, but with Virgo to be kind with ourselves and with each other. So very important, important because when you're going through changes and when you're reprioritizing and when you're figuring out you know, more of what you are, and you're trying to change habits or addictions or whatever these things are like you, kindness is so needed because it's, it's just, and, the, and that brings in the Pisces polarity point have the compassion and have the acceptance for where you are and to be okay with where you are, even as you're doing your best, you know, to work it along because otherwise you lose that balance and it's, it, then it hurts. Yeah. Bringing in the heart and that supports exactly. And I don't remember the exact quote, but just the whole concept, it, it feeds exactly into it that to be kind to people, because when everybody is dealing with issues that you don't know anything about, and it really stopped me and I had to realize it's so easy to consider the other one as because in the moment, perhaps that person is so pleased to see you or else perhaps that person is just so consumed with something, whatever it is that to realize. And that gets back to that humility and the dignity. So many Virgonian ideas as we go from the lower hemisphere of self to the higher uh, it, and when I say hemisphere, folks, for those, we're talking about the natural horoscope of the 12 signs that uh, we have went through 12 signs. So this month, we're still in the sixth house below the horizon um, as the sun has set into dusk yeah. in the transitional yeah. area, the luminary. Yes, the liminal space for sure. Yeah. yeah. So... My goodness. Well, it's thinking cat Mercury and Virgo to the rescue. There is a way. It's a very, really supportive. Anytime I think Earth, it gets to form. It brings all those yep. issues to some kind of constitution. Yes, and with Virgo, it's still sand, so you still have some movability. So stable sand. <laughs> oh, the beach. This is sounds, oh, a series in the Pisces. Yeah. Yeah. Hey, we got yeah. good visionary work going. <laughs> well, thank you, Tara, a thousand times. Thank you, Sue. Thank you, everybody. Yeah, and blessed all you wonderful folks. We do love and we're very grateful. Have a wonderful, well, the best, the best to you. Bye.
for listening to Talk Cosmos, the show where Sue Rose Minahan and guests unveil astrology's ancient archetypes that continually build the collective experiences in our unconsciousness. Be sure to tune in next Saturday at 6 p.m. to continue finding your roots in the stars.